Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us in our studio Rebecca Antel and Wendy Copeland. Rebecca is our Youth Services Consultant, and Wendy is our Grants Coordinator here at the South Carolina State Library, and both of them work in our Library Development Services Department. So welcome both of you to the podcast. Thank you, Curtis. Thanks. Glad to have you here. So we are going to talk about all kinds of summer reading fun because we're in the midst of summer reading. And so, Rebecca, tell us a little bit about this year's summer reading program and maybe, you know, different kinds of programs libraries are doing across the state. All right. Um, so this year's theme is a universe of stories. Uh, we chose that theme to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Uh, so it's all about space um, and the moon landing and libraries are doing programs with astronauts and talking about animals in space and um, yeah because wasn't there a monkey in space like the monkeys first and, and a dog. dogs and cats <laughs> and all, all sorts of interesting things that they sent up before they were quite ready to send a, a human a human mm -hmm. person um, and we've got a couple of people that are taking around um, pieces of the moon and showing really? them yes moon rocks. yes moon rocks do they have to be secretly guarded and they are <laughs> yes I'm pretty sure she walks around with a case handcuffed to her wrist. Oh, that man. was what I heard. Um, <laughs> we also have several uh, NASA space ambassadors that are going around doing programming. Um, one of them uh, I had the privilege of meeting several weeks ago, Denise Wright, and she's working in the Horry County, Georgetown area and has been doing some really great programs for them. Um, so there's there's really been some some fabulous programming going on um, July 16th, I believe, is the actual day of the moon okay. landing. And All right. They're going to be like special events at libraries? There's going to be special events at libraries. There's going to be a um, Probably some kind of simulcast. Video, yeah. Yes, from NASA of, of not in a reenactment per se, but mm -hmm. the recordings from the moon landing and, and some interesting things like that. I'm showing so. my age by using the word simulcast. <laughs> <laughs> streaming. Streaming, streaming. Nowadays yes. it's streaming live. That's cool. Well, tell us a little bit about the differences in the, I know there's like a children's specific and then teen specific and even adult summer reading programs. Yes. So a lot of our libraries around the state are doing programming for all ages. Um, and then outside of those uh, programs that take place at the library, then, of course, we're encouraging everyone to be reading throughout the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's twofold. A, reading is fun. Um, and should be fun for any age and should every be if you age. find something you're really into. Yes. And so for any of those science geeks out there who love astronomy or astrophysics. Oh, this is your summer. This there is are perfect. book displays everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but most of the libraries also do a reading program for the different age groups, um, for children who aren't yet reading on their own, um, children who are in school and, and reading independently, teenagers and adults. Uh, there's all sorts of prizes and raffles and really fun giveaways to encourage people to be reading throughout the summer. And, of course, we all know that that's one of the ways that we can help eliminate summer slide is mm -hmm. by keeping children and teens reading throughout the summer. And so our, our public libraries do a really great job of encouraging that and making it fun and keeping it fun. 
Well, the last few books I read were vintage sci-fi books. Ooh. And so one was, I think, published in the mid-60s, so no one had landed on the moon yet. And so the moon in this book was still this kind of mysterious thing, you know? And well, it's interesting to think about that. We haven't been back in how many years? So really, That's, it still is mysterious. It still is mysterious. Yes. <laughs> so what about the NASA programs? Are they partnering with the, and what's, remind me of the National Summer Reading Program? It's the CSLP? CSLP, which is the Collaborative Summer Library Program. Mm -hmm. um, and um, several arms of NASA, the Space Science Institute, um, Cornerstones of Science, a bunch of different organizations mm -hmm. um, have all partnered with CSLP to um, help encourage um, the universe of stories theme and work in space and, and STEM activities into what the libraries are doing. Mm -hmm. um, we were lucky our state library had applied for a grant with NASA last year and so we were able to get a lot of um, support from NASA and the Space Science Institute. Mm -hmm. um, they supplied us with several circulating kit activities mm. um, that the libraries have been using as well as telescopes. Mm -hmm. um, and so those have been very popular this summer. Um, there's binoculars and um, Oh, planet size activities and how to um, how how the UV rays from the sun affect us and how we can protect our skin from that and just all sorts of really interesting activities in those kits, mm -hmm. um, constellations and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So very cool. And I, I'm kind of a little bit of an astronomy buff, and I have a, a Newtonian telescope at home that's oh, an eight inch wow. that just actually last weekend before last jupiter is now visible yes. in the night sky yes and so i took the telescope out and actually you get to see the bands of the red and the different colored bands of jupiter and yes. three saw three of its moons oh, too wow. which that's was really, really cool yeah that's very exciting um one of our public libraries i believe this week um calhoun county is doing a star watch party um, so they're they're staying open a little bit late mm -hmm. and uh, having families come out and mm -hmm. and and doing some some summer sky exploration. And it's a great time to partner with groups like local astronomy yes. clubs or, yes. or any kind of local science mm -hmm. related groups. Exactly, um, which is which is really cool. Um, okay, well, one of the other things that I think is really cool is that. We have offered a um, grant to support summer reading here in South Carolina. And Wendy, tell us a little bit about the Read to Succeed grant. Well, with the Read to Succeed grants, it's in addition to our regular grants for summer reading. Mm -hmm. And we picked 10 different counties that got between four and 500 books each. Wow. So that they can give those books to the students and they can create their own libraries at home mm. and help with their summer reading. Mm -hmm. it, these children um, aren't reading at grade level mm. and we would hope that giving them access to more books would help them to get back at the grade level. Mm -hmm. And so are these, um, so the libraries had to apply or is it different organizations other than libraries? Yeah, so these ones, the libraries actually applied for the grants. It was competitive mm -hmm. and um, then they cooperated and worked with, partnered with the um, schools who are doing the Read to Succeed mm -hmm. uh, summer camps. So 
the libraries are who we're working with and then they're facilitating their partnerships with the schools in turn we're hoping to get the kids not only reading but in the libraries mm -hmm. and see the libraries as a friendly place to go especially in the summer they might not realize that's where they can have access to more books yeah. and wasn't this actual legislation governor haley signed the read to six was it read to succeed read act to or? succeed act it's okay. been around for four years i believe All right. um became official like everyone had the option to do the read to succeed summer camps mm -hmm. for the first couple years and mm -hmm. then i believe last year was the first mandated year okay um and so i've been involved with the committee that plans um the yearly summit mm -hmm. and so i was able to see a lot of the evaluations coming out of the camps mm -hmm. and one of the things that I was consistently seeing um, from the evaluators notes was that there simply weren't enough books at the camps. Okay. So I was like, well, well, libraries have books. Mm -hmm. We can get them more books. Mm -hmm. We just need to strengthen those partnerships and those collaborations so that the library can find ways to bring in more books. Mm -hmm. And we have several of our county libraries that will take the bookmobile to visit the mm -hmm. school mm -hmm. where the camp is happening throughout oh, okay. the summer. All right. um, but this was a really good way to actually get the books home with the children. Because mm -hmm. um, we all know kids are better readers when there are books in the home. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter what the books are. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter how many of them. When there are books in the home, children are better readers. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt that this would be a, a really great way to facilitate that learning. And, you know, books really come in handy in the home when your Wi-Fi is down. Yes, or <laughs> when you're in rural areas where there's, where there's not no Wi-Fi. Wi yes, exactly. which is where a lot of these children are coming from. Yeah, and I mean, so, you know, people, not everyone has a home computer. Right. Not everyone has a smartphone. Right. And we need to always be cognizant mm -hmm. of that. And it can be very difficult for families to get into the library in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is a long way for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It is a 30, 40 hour long drive. And if you don't have reliable transportation or you can't afford a lot of gas money, mm -hmm. then coming into the library is extra. And it's, it's not a necessary extra. And also people's schedules are very different in the summer because mm -hmm. kids are out of school and parents are trying to yep, make maybe arrangements exactly. for you know what their children can do during the day. Yeah. So. so I was really excited that we were able to offer this grant along with our summer reading grants that we do every year for the libraries. And who are some of the libraries that um, got the grant this year? On the um, Read to Succeed grant, mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of um, uh, Chapin, Memorial Gotham, uh, Lancaster. I, I think say that wrong. Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster is how we say it down here. Uh, I think in was Pennsylvania, it's Lancaster. Lancaster, yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Union County, Oconee County, McCormick County, Marion County, um, Beaufort, and Anderson. Did I, am I missing any? I think that sounds like all of them. Uh, we yeah, really tried to focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were 10 all together, and we really tried to focus on the smaller counties, again, the more rural areas where we knew that the need was great. And yeah. we hope to be able to expand out a little bit next year. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll be working with the Department of Ed evaluators um, to get some of the statistics and, and mm -hmm. evaluations back from those camps mm -hmm. and be really able to see, hopefully, mm -hmm. um, the difference that those books made in those kids' lives. And what were what were some of the books? What were their titles? The books were amazing. Were I they? wanted to read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing in one of our meeting rooms, 
thousands of books. Yes, 5, we had over 5,000 books that came in. Um, we are a literacy partner with Scholastic, and they did mm -hmm. a really great job of putting together book lists for us. Okay. Um, and I, I went through and, and decided which ones I actually really wanted because I wanted high-interest books. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the paperbacks that, that nobody wants from you know the dollar, sure. the mm -hmm. dollar bookshelf. Mm -hmm. I wanted ones that kids see other kids reading, mm -hmm. more privileged kids reading. Mm -hmm. And so we got a lot of Magic Treehouse and Fairy Magic Books, um, I Spy Books, um, Fly Guy. Um, uh, goodness, there was... Stanley yes, and Humphrey. Yes, there was Stanley and... and the Moon Books <laughs> and those Teeth Books. Oh, yeah, the one about um, if I had an animal tail, those were really cool. So we got hmm. um, some really great nonfiction as well. It wasn't all just... Um, picture books or storybooks. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So a good broad Yes. And a, a wide range of reading levels. Mm -hmm. For those who are still struggling, there were some lower level ones, mm -hmm. but the ones that are succeeding in reading, there were some higher level books to challenge them to. So it was a wide range of style type and levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really a neat program. And you know, I, th I think a lot of folks out there don't realize the kind of work not only libraries do, but the kind of work we do here at the State Library because we, of course, have a statewide focus and we help all of the libraries in the state. So it's a project like this that, you know, really is helpful and it's something that we need to toot our own horn about. <laughs> um, so what kind of other summer programs are out there? I know we've had this neat new thing called a Charlie Cart, and I know there's some culinary literacy programs going on. What's all that about? Yes, so the Charlie Cart was a uh, project that we started last fall. Um, we started a new statewide initiative on food literacy, and we're calling it uh, South Carolina Read, Eat, Grow. And it, I always like to refer to it as an umbrella that mm -hmm. encompasses all kinds of different programming at the libraries. Um, where, wherever your interest lies, wherever your patrons need the most information and knowledge, mm -hmm. um, whether that be gardening or talking about um, food sustainability or food inequities, um, healthy eating, healthy cooking, garden to table type things. Mm -hmm. um, we have a, a, a pretty large problem with um, um, food. Food deserts. Food is that deserts. What, uh -huh. Yes, yep. that's one, and and as well as scarcity. We have a lot of kids around the state who don't necessarily know where their next meal is going to come from, mm. and uh, libraries are concerned with kids reading and kids learning. Mm -hmm. And kids can't learn when they're hungry. Mm -hmm. We know that kids don't learn when they're hungry. And so this is a way to address I a can't real do anything when I'm hungry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> there's a there's there's a reason the term hangry is, is exactly. so well known. Uh -huh. oh, um, so this was a really great way to address some basic needs of our re residents here in South Carolina. Um, as well as have a lot of fun with it because food is fun. Food brings people together. Mm -hmm. Food and cooking can be used to teach a variety of different concepts, math and reading and science. It's chemistry. It's engineering. It's art. Um, so so we were, we, we, we were really excited to get this project started. Um, so we purchased the Charlie Cart, which is a mobile kitchen unit. Um, it's, very, it's about four foot by three foot self-contained um, 
It, it has a convection oven, a griddle, an induction burner, a Vitamix blender. Um, and and you a can, sink with water. And I a mean. sink with water. <laughs> and you just plug it in and it just does this really cool stuff. Mm. Um, and then we also put together um, three kitchen in a box kits as mm. part of our circulating kit collection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for libraries who don't necessarily have the space to store the Charlie cart, they can borrow one of these smaller kits that has essentially many of the same things mm. and do the same types of programming with it. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Charlie cart has been traveling all summer. He started out in Horry County, mm -hmm. in Conway, um, and they did some really great programming there. And I know for anybody who follows us on social media, mm -hmm. you and Ellen have been great about posting the pictures. Um, and okay. right now he is in Dorchester County in St. George. Mm -hmm. And he will finish out the summer in Manning, South Carolina, in Clarendon County. Mm -hmm. um, and then he is, and I do refer to him as he, mm -hmm. uh, he is booked for the rest of the year in a variety of different counties. And we are hopefully getting a second cart this fall. That's right. I was going to say, isn't there a sibling coming yes, for there, Charlie? Yes, there is a sibling coming <laughs> for Charlie. Her name is going to be Cece. Okay. And um, so we're excited about some, some new programming with her starting in the fall. And that was a grant that you had applied for with the National Libraries of Medicine? Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, and so we're going to be doing a lot more very specific health-related programming with mm -hmm. that CART mm -hmm. um, in conjunction, in partnership with the National Library of Medicine and its um, local affiliates here in South Carolina. Wow. Um, so, so we've been doing that. And then we've also been able to support, um, with our summer reading grants that we offer, we've been able to support some really great food programming as well as some other great programs. Um, Wendy, do you want to mention just a few of the grant applications that we got in for our summer reading grants? Yeah, on the summer reading, there's a variety of projects that there's just so much that they're doing. When you look through all of them, there's 40-some different projects. Really? And they're all doing something different. And when we go visit them, I'm like, this one's doing what? Oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> but some of them have kits where they're doing the kits where, um, I mean. we stopped in Pickens that was this Pickens, week. Right. Yes, okay. and so they're doing some sensory kits oh, with wow. kinetic sand yeah. and, um, and magnetic stars to build constellations out of. Oh, wow. And, and Wendy was really impressed with the little astronaut the guys. Little astronauts in the sand. You can play with <laughs> astronauts in the sand. I totally want to go and play oh. with that. It was a lot of fun. But there's some that were doing um, some of the... Uh, the Hogwarts stuff. What's that? Oh, the yes. Greenville County. Um, they are using the grant to do a week-long Harry Potter science really? camp. Yes. No way. Yes. Uh, and yeah, so, so cool. they purchased um, some Lego sets that are Harry mm -hmm. Potter themed. And they did, um, they purchased a bunch of owl pellet science kits. So <sighs> you can explore owl pellets, and, and uh, which is kind of gross, but that's the kind of thing that kids love. It's all, it's all nature's recycling. That's and, right. You know. That is exactly <laughs> it. Um, and then let's see, um, Ori County. Um, was another one of the libraries that had a really great project. They purchased a bunch of robotics and circuitry mm, to put out right. in their library branches for mm -hmm. kids to use. Um, we have been working over the last few years to 
um, spend the grant monies on things that are a lot more hands-on and interactive and mm -hmm. not just an event. Right, or not just one presenter exactly. standing up in exactly. front of a group of something kids. Something that can have a long-term impact mm -hmm. with some, some, some outcomes that are trackable yeah. and measurable. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited to see the libraries responding with such great programs. Very cool. Um, what's coming up in the grant world? Anything we need to be aware of or There's let always. libraries know about? There's <laughs> always something coming up in the grant world. As long as she can keep me from spending all the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a lot, of, a lot of projects going on right now, a lot of new projects getting started. Um, we've got the impact grants, which are the bigger grants, mm -hmm. and um, we're excited about those. We're going to have three different bookmobiles in the next year. Wow. Just funding a portion of those, not all sure, of them. Sure, yeah, yeah. But we've also got some projects that are working with um, big STEM centers, mm -hmm. bigger than just a maker space. It's going to be it's going to be a really exciting project mm -hmm. on some of those. Um, so we've got those big projects we haven't quite started yet, mm -hmm. and then um, we're already gearing towards next year mm -hmm. and the summer reading and more of the read to succeed, mm -hmm. and um, hopefully they'll have maybe even more more broad, more subgrants I'm more, that's up <laughs> we're always yeah, we're anybody, always trying to give away money aren't we yeah yes. well and anybody in the library world knows you're you're doing this month but mm -hmm. you're planning next year already exactly so it's it's a challenge yeah, yeah. but and um and how long does summer reading last is it is there a, a, a final date to all of the projects and programs generally it, most of the libraries run their programming from June 1st to July 31st. Okay. Um, there's a few of them that go from June 1st to when school goes back in in August. Mm -hmm. Many of them will give prizes away until the end of August, just to give everybody a chance to get back into town mm -hmm. and, and get everything turned back in. Um, we have, a, 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 again, a few libraries that will start registration in May just to kind of get everybody thinking about summer reading. Mm -hmm. But usually it's June and July. Okay. Um, and, you know, don't, don't necessarily be misled by that because libraries are doing programming all year round mm -hmm. to make reading fun. Yeah. Um, we have a winter reading program in a lot of our libraries um, over that, that Christmas break mm -hmm. holiday uh, season to make sure that kids are still excited about reading then mm -hmm. and all of our libraries are doing year-round programming for um, families to encourage literacy and and help with family engagement and again to make learning fun mm -hmm. yeah well that's what it's all about and you both certainly have your hands full with all kinds of projects there's there's no no downtime here at the State <laughs> Library. So. No, there's not. So thank you both for all you do. Thank you, Curtis. Thank we have a lot of fun. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is libraryvoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so please send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. Until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening.